percentage, they were like being in the playoff scenario. Strength, you having it up just a bit. Able to see the nice transit bases in the cycle. The dream team at the 76ers any point in his career. I'm gonna go with working together as a well oriented finish. They were like, they keep this momentum going. Same time, I just can't wait for the chance to do, you know, dunk it and eat it. You know, that's. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Six for Six. It's glad, it's great to be back on tonight's program. I know it's a little delayed an hour because I was trying to save time from getting off of work because my workday ends at five. I'm trying to give myself a nice, decent time getting back home to my apartment and you know finishing up last minute stuff on the script. So don't want to rush it out for you guys. I want to make sure I get give out good quality content for you all because I very appreciate all the stuff that you do for the MI6 Sports Network. But ladies and gentlemen, let's dive down into business today for the six sporting events of this week that we want to capture for y'all. So make sure you tune into those sporting events that come up. But to start off tonight's episode, let's go into it, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to start off with number six on this list. We're going back to the Euro Championship that's going on right now. We're getting ready to prepare for the quarterfinals that are coming up this weekend on July 2nd and the 3rd, uh, more towards that. But the first game that I'm going to be referencing tonight is Spain versus Switzerland in the quarterfinals, July 2nd at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on ESPN. Make sure you tune into that game. Great matchup. I did not pick these two teams, you know, going in. I thought, you know, it would be the other way around where it's going to be, you know, like England and Germany in this match, uh, but that wasn't the case. It ended up becoming like the other matchup that I was going to pick was supposed to be, you know, Germany versus Sweden or something like that. But no, it ended up becoming like Ukraine versus England. So I was wrong in my picks for that. So I ended up saying, what's going to be a better game? The Switzerland Spain game. Cause the reason why I said this is going to be interesting is that Switzerland survived France who won the world cup recently and was able to take France down into penalty kicks and win five to four, and they ended up in full time tying three three. So it shows that Switzerland can put up points, but you can't sleep on Spain. Spain is a solid squad; they always have a great soccer squad every year, and you can't leave them out. So this is going to be interesting. Can Sweden, you know, ride off into this sunset and make a deep run into the Euro Championship and get to the semifinals, or will they fall short and have that hangover? Being a great world team, but can they keep that going, ladies and gentlemen? Make sure, you know, this game is going to be interesting to watch. I don't know how it's going to be favorable. People are probably going to say Spain's going to win it. This is going to be no contest. But, you know, don't sleep on Switzerland. I'm going to say Switzerland is going to be the dark horse in this matchup, and they're going to be the underdogs, and they have nothing to lose. Spain is a team that has something to lose here. So make sure you tune in. Just a reminder, this game is going to be on ESPN July 2nd at you know noon eastern 9 a.m pacific so make sure you tune on to that definitely going to be a good game to watch continuing in the euro championship matchups we're going to go to the you know slugfest the juggernaut and the quarterfinal matchups 
It's going to be Belgium versus Italy in the quarterfinals, July 2nd, another one. So it's like your binge watch going into it. So we're going to have a 3 p.m. Eastern time and 12 noon Pacific time on ESPN. Make sure you tune into the quarterfinal matchup for this game. Belgium, as people saying, this is the best, one of the best soccer teams in the world. They say on the announcement saying it's the golden generation. And this is probably one of the last few matchups that this Belgian elite squad is going to be able to partake in besides the Olympics and maybe one more time at the World Cup in 2022 in Qatar. But we have to wait and see how that unfolds. But you have to make sure you tune in to see how this Belgian squad makes this deep run in. They were able to withstand, you know, Portugal in a battle-tested, winning them 1-0. But it's going to be very, very interesting at this point. But at the same time, Italy hasn't really had that true competition matchup. Like we said, you know, Belgium faced Portugal with, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo. But Belgium is a good, solid squad. But like I said, Italy hasn't really played tough opponents. They played Wales. They played Austria. They played Switzerland, who had that magical, you know, victory. And they also played Turkey. So it wasn't a lot of good key matchups for Italy. So this is going to be Italy's true test. And from this point on, it's going to get harder for them. So this is going to be a true battle test if they can be able to win it. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be favoriting Belgium because this is the team that's going to be able to cause some havoc and make a deep run in the Euro Championships. So make sure you tune into this game. Remember, it's July 2nd, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific on ESPN. So make sure you tune into that, ladies and gentlemen. Definitely going to be a great matchup to watch. Next up, we have the NHL Championship, ladies and gentlemen. Our finals matchup is going to be the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Canadians in Game 3. Yes, I am loading up today on you know July 2nd. A lot of great stuff here and there, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Kirstie Wilson, thank you for commenting. She says, hello, glad to have you here tuning in. Great, you know, program we have tonight going on. But the game we're at right now is, you know, with the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Canadians. Game three, great matchup going into it tonight. You know, right now, the last game that we had in game two, the Tampa Bay Lightning won four to one. So it's leaning back the Tampa Bay Lightning, looking like they're going to end up repeating, you know, this series. But, you know. When I had that, game two will be, you know, going underway on June 30th. So I can't really have so much, you know, going on to say how the series is going to unfold because, you know, tonight's game is going to be interesting. It's on – it was not tonight's game. It's going to be on June 30th on 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. So if you want to see how that, you know, builds up into game three, so make sure you tune into that. And for Kirstie Wilson, she says that, you know, Tampa Bay is going to win that game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe you on that. It's going to be, you know, they're going to look to repeat, but, you know, they may split game two, but I don't think so. Tampa Bay and the Lightning have been doing it all. They took care of the New York Islanders in a great fashion, putting up a lot of points. Their offense is great, creating a lot of assists. Definitely going to be a key, interesting matchup to watch. Next up, before we continue on, we're going to do a quick recap of all the games that we covered so far for all those views that are tuning in. We have in number six, Spain versus Switzerland in the Euro Championship quarterfinals. Make sure you tune into that July 2nd at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on ESPN. Great matchup to watch. 
tune in for that. Next, we have Belgium versus Italy in the quarterfinals, July 2nd at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on ESPN. Next up, we have NHL going with the Lightning Canadians game three, July 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on NBC. Next up, we have the Great American Classic, ladies and gentlemen. The Great American Classic. I know I can hear Isaiah's voice in the background saying, food. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are bringing food on 6 for 6, ladies and gentlemen. We got something great for y'all. We have the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Yes, it starts July 4th at 10.45 a.m., 7.45. I made a typo there. I'll make that quick correction. 7.45 a.m. on the Pacific on ESPN, so make sure you tune into that. Some great hot dog eating contest. 10 minutes of solid hot dog eating. So I watch it every year. It's a great event. I enjoy everything that has to, you know, in that event. But it's going to be interesting. So let me give you some, you know, rundown. You know, the women start at, you know, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Not 8 a.m. Pacific. Definitely tune in for that. There are going to be 10 women for that. It's going to be an ESPN3. If I made a mistake on that, just look at the ESPN listings, figure out where the women's are going to be, you know, doing their hot dog eating competition. But the the reigning champ will not be there for the women's. Mickey Sudu will not be there. Mickey won it last year with the world record of eating 48 and a half hot dogs for the women's competition. And it's going to be something to see. But the real question I have is in the women's category, who's going to win it since, you know, the reigning champ is not there. So it's an open field. Like the second place winner was able to consume about 18 hot dogs, but it's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. But Kiersey Wilson said that contest is probably going to make, you know, people go to Coney Island in New York. Yes, it's one of those great, you know, events to tune in that you want to enjoy your 4th of July. It's a great way to kick off your 4th of July weekend for tuning that into that. But also on top of that, you have the men's competition. The men's competition, you know, the reigning champ, 13-time champ there, Joey Chestnut, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who has the world record for the most eating hot dogs for men with 75 hot dogs in 10 minutes. What a guy. What a legend right there, ladies and gentlemen. But going back to one of his earlier, you know, mat- not matchups, but l- earlier competitions, he had 73 hot dogs. Put that into perspective. That is 16 pounds of hot dogs. That is equivalent to, yes, ladies and gentlemen, 42 billiard balls. I kind of brought that up because, you know, the six for six is a billiard ball. So we're going to put that into perspective to, you know, commemorate our six for six logo in their billiards. But it's 42 billiard bull, bull, Wow. I am tongue tied. Say that three times fast. Billiard. Oh, wow. <laughs> you guys get it. Pool balls. We'll just put it there with that. But at the same time, Joey Chestnut is going to try to remain his streak and trying to win it five times in a row coming up, going to win his six. But on top, on top of that, the real question for the men's category is, will Joey Chestnut break his rec- record going for 76 hot dogs? I say he can do it, and it would be kind of great because, you know, the Declaration of Independence, you know, was signed in 1776. So if he gets that 1776 hot dogs, I think that's a great way to commemorate, you know, the America and the nation's holiday by eating 76 hot dogs. But yes, 
Kiersey Wilson says she can only imagine how much Pepto-Bismol these competitors have to take after eating all those hot dogs. I couldn't agree with you more. But I think a fun fact for this is that Joey Chestnut actually fasts two to three days before this event. So he's going on an empty stomach before he even gets to this event. So he has all that stomach capacity to eat all those hot dogs. So that is like a little fun fact what Joey Chestnut does, ladies and gentlemen. But continue on to our game two of this six for six. We have it, ladies and gentlemen. The Bucks and the Hawks game four, which is tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 p.m. Pacific on TNT. Great matchup. Can the Hawks rebound from that, you know, tough game three loss where they shut down Trey Young? Or will Giannis and Tim Tecupo and the Bucks take care of business in their glorious fashion? Like they said in game three, Giannis put up 33 points. A lot of consistency, but at the same time, if the Hawks want to contend, it's got to be a team effort. You can't just go in and expect Trey Young to go over on top. But besides Trey Young, none of the players on the Hawks, besides Trey Young, scored over 20 points. You can't do that against the Milwaukee Bucks. You got to be able to put points up there and be able to contribute. It's going to be a team effort to beat the Bucks. Yes, they're a lower seed. Yes, they're like the fifth seed. But this Hawks team has nothing to lose. All they can do is create some havoc in this series and give the Bucks a run for their money so they can be battle-tested for the NBA championship. That's all I really got to say in this series. But, you know, make sure you tune in tonight on, you know, ESP – no, not ESP on TNT for this matchup. It's going to be great. Like I said, tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 p.m. Pacific, Hawks, Bucks, Game 4. Definitely going to be a great one to watch, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, you know, she is cheering for Giannis and the Bucks. Kiersey Wilson. Yes, this is going to be an interesting matchup, one, like I say. But let's go through a quick rundown for those viewers who are tuning in for us as we're getting to bring our program into an end. But also for our fans tuning in, if you have your own 6 for 6 comments as I, you know, recap, you know, what games are you looking for this week and that I, you know, left off this list that you said, hey, Fans, you should tune in and make sure you're able to catch in the six for six matchup. I'll give you some time, you know, at the end of tonight's program so you can, you know, go in, list some games that you're looking forward to, or reflect on the, you know, six for six that I have listed here. But first, you know, to recap where we are now, we have the, you know, Spain versus Switzerland quarterfinals, July 2nd at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. On ESPN, great matchup, like I said. You know, Switzerland is coming off of that Cinderella story, victory over France, came down to penalty kicks. They beat France 5-4, to four, so they're running off that high, and they're going to think they can take down Spain. Spain is a solid squad, but like I said, this is not going to be an easy feat. I don't think, you know, Spain should take them lightly, take them seriously, and win this game in a good fashion so they don't have to be get a rude awakening in their quarterfinals going into their semifinals showing that they're not, you know, they're invincible. And once Switzerland scores, it's going to be a panic for Spain if that happens early on in this matchup. But, you know, that is the sixth game tuning in for that. We have Belgium and Italy quarterfinals July 2nd at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on ESPN. Like I said, Belgian elite squad, golden generation from the announcers and commentators. But this is probably like their last chance to play as a team. 
they took down Ronaldo and P Portugal, and that's setting up. But like I said, Italy's hasn't played a true component, so I can't really evaluate on how they're doing. They've been playing easier opponents. They have played Wales. They played Austria. They played Switzerland. They played Turkey. Not really well-known soccer teams, but it's still going to be something interesting to see. Like I said, Italy's a good team, but they haven't played true competition to really give them a run for their money in this Euro Championship matchup. Before I go into our game four, to recap that, we have a couple comments coming in. What's up, John? Thank you for tuning in, my friend. And he says, great show. Yes, it's fantastic. Glad to have you on board tuning in. Next up, we have our game four, which is hockey, NHL, Tampa Bay Lightning versus Canadian game three. Also, to, to remind you, there's a game two happening tonight, so make sure you tune into your station that has this game. Make sure you tune into some nice, great NHL hockey and the Stanley Cup finals. You won't be disappointed in these two teams. But like I said, to recap, game one, Tampa Bay Lightning won game one, four to one. But we have game two tonight. Make sure you tune in. I think the Canadians are going to try to bounce back in game two and give Tampa Bay a run for their money. So tune in for game two. But the game I'm really focusing on this week is July 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on NBC. Definitely going to be a great matchup. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we finally brought food to the six for six. On the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, I can just hear Isaiah talking about food, saying, yes, Trevor, you have finally brought food to 6 for 6. Yes, this is probably the only time I'd be repetitive on 6 for 6 where I bring food on the network and talk about the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Yes, it's probably going to be an annual thing. It may depend on the year where this ranks, but it's always going to be in the top three conversation. So maybe next year, maybe in the top two, but we also have the World Cup. I believe in 2022 and also some of the you know other sports that are happening around, but it's definitely going to be interesting before I get the game to, let me read some of our comments. Um, John says he wants the Canadians to lose LOL since I got, since I got lost in Canada when he was 12. Yeah, John, I know how you feel. I think people have a feeling that Tampa Bay is going to go back to back and, you know, not too many teams have been able to back to back in most professional sports in recent memory, but, you know, Tampa Bay is going to try to make that thing relevant. It's kind of hard to go back-to-back -back in championships, but Tampa Bay has definitely have a great window of opportunity to do that. Also, John says, oh, no, not food. Yes, the food is back on 6 for 6. Yes, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest on July 4th. Make sure you tune into that. Definitely a great event to tune in. And also, John says, don't let Isaiah find out. I guarantee Isaiah's going to find out. He's going to say something in my DM saying, Trevor, you did it. You brought food on 6 for 6. And I probably won't hear the end of that, ladies and gentlemen. But remember, tune in to the Nathan's Hot Dogs Eating Contest. It starts, the women starts at 11 a.m. Eastern, but introductions start at 10.45 a.m. on ESPN. But make sure you look on the all the ESPN channels, ESPN2, ESPN3, so you make sure you tune in, give the women some support. Next up. We have game two. We have the Bucks and the Hawks. Game four tonight, ladies and gentlemen. 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 p.m. Pacific on TNT. Will Giannis take care of business and put the Hawks to bed? Or will the Hawks, you know, come back fiery and continue causing some havoc in this, you know, semifinals matchup? I don't want to count the Hawks out. I know the Hawks can win a game and steal something, create some pandemonium. But we know this is going to be Giannis defying morning to get to the NBA Finals. 
and maybe, you know, Giannis goes up against the Clippers or the Suns. Can't count out the Suns. Suns are leading their series. But, you know, it's going to boil down to what Giannis can do. Like, if he loses this series, it kind of, you know, affects how he, you know, his legacy on how trying to win an NBA championship. But he has to beat the Hawks and give him that, you know, improving his legacy, getting to the NBA Finals. And if he's facing Devin Booker, he has to win that series. I understand that you got Chris Paul and they, if they reach the NBA Finals, it's not going to be easy because Chris Paul is a floor general, but you have those young superstars. But it's going to be both teams that haven't experienced final experiences at that point in time. So it's going to be interesting if that happens. But if you have the Clippers and all of them and the Bucks again, teams that haven't really been in the finals, it's going to be interesting how the coaches really you know, game manage that series when those teams reach the finals. But before I reveal game one, ladies and gentlemen, let's go into some of our comments on that. Um, yes, John says the Suns are going to lose. He's saying go Clippers, and he has the Bugs will win. I think the Bucks <laughs> right there, John. And then we have Trey Young's injury will affect how they will play. Also, lack of playoff experience and lack of NBA playoff experience advised adversely will harm them. And then you have Giannis loses. If Giannis loses, he needs to go work at the frozen yogurt place because he's freezing in the playoffs. Well, we'll see. Yes, John, he's definitely freezing in the playoffs if he doesn't take care of the Hawks. But I think Giannis will be able to take care of it. But if he doesn't, like he said, he probably should work at the frozen yogurt place if he can't get out of this frozen semifinals curse and not be able to reach the NBA finals with this Bucks team. But let's reveal our game one, ladies and gentlemen. I was lucky for this, so I didn't have to change my, you know, six for six. I was, you know, a little bit worried. I was sweating last night in the game. But, you know, the Clippers pulled out, so you all know what this pick is. It's the Suns and Clippers game six, June 30th, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on ESPN. Great matchup, ladies and gentlemen. Can't miss it. And like I said, this is going to be Isaiah's bandwagon at its finest. Can Devin Booker be able to take down, you know, Paul George and the Clippers? I don't know, but we know Chris Paul will come out, come out swinging, come out hooping, because this is his year to reach the NBA Finals, ladies and gentlemen. But at the same time, I don't want that to happen because I don't want to hear Devin Booker's a GOAT if he wins an NBA championship from Isaiah Leong, ladies and gentlemen. I do not want to hear that, but we have to wait and see what happens. Let's go into it. You know, series right now is 3-2 with the Suns. Game 5, Paul George has 41 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, and then you have two other players scoring over 20 points. But besides that, that team did not produce that much points after that. So as you can see, if you shut down the Clippers, you know, three players, there's only five players on a court at a time, the Suns can win. And as we can see it, they're leading this series, so they've been able to do it. So it's kind of obvious. So you have, you know, for the Phoenix Suns, you had Devin Booker with 31 points in game five, though he fouled out. And you had Chris Paul with 22 points, eight assists. And you had, you know, two players in the mid-double points range. But as you can see, there's not a lot of contributing points in this factor. It's about who gets hot on this remaining series. And that's what's going to be defining in this series tonight. Who's going to get hot in this game and who's going to be able to win this game? That's what's going to come down. 
who's going to create assists, who's going to get those great key turnovers, and who's going to make those key foul shots at the end of the game that's going to seal this fate. If the Suns make those key crucial foul shots at the end of this game, I have a feeling they can probably win this game. But if they miss those foul shots at the tail end of this game, not win this game, and there will be a game seven. And I don't know if the Suns can afford a game seven since they're going to be playing the Bucks. And if the Bucks in their series early, they're not going to be well rested. And that's what's going to be end up happening. It's going to be about rest. So the Suns need to put this game away, believe it or not. But that will be our, our games that we have. I will do a quick recap. I'll read some of our comments and all that stuff. And then I'll go into my final thoughts. We have, you know, oh, John, you know, what's up with your YouTube? It's great to see. Kirstie Wilson has, she wants the Suns to win. I want to see Devin Booker versus Giannis in the NBA Finals. The Battle of the Rising Stars, that is great. Then John says, Paul George is being Nick Foles for the Clippers. Yeah, because Kawhi is not even there in the ser- at the rest of the series. So it's going to be really interesting. And then he says, I mean, the Suns couldn't, couldn't even make layup shots. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is our you know games that we have. Let me just do a quick recap of our program tonight. And so we bring this you know, episode to a close. So quick, you know, recap through it. We'll do like a lightning round. We have Spain versus Switzerland in the quarterfinals, July 2nd, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on ESPN. Next, we have Belgium versus Italy in the quarterfinals, July 2nd, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on ESPN. Next up, we have the Stanley Cup finals, Tampa Bay Lightning game three versus the Canadians, July 2nd. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on NBC. Next up, we have the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, July 4th at 10.45 a.m., preparing for the women at 11, which is going to be 8 a.m. Pacific. So tune in, in on the ESPN channels. Definitely check that out. Next up, we have the Bucks hawks game, game form tonight at 4.30 and 48.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 p.m. Pacific on TNT. Next up, we have <clears throat> we have the Suns and Clippers game six, June 30th. I was praying last night for that to happen so I could put this as my number one game. Because as you can see, we run to a point where we're getting to the part of the year where we're getting a lot of like baseball matchups that are not may not be good. So I have to shuffle up which games I end up picking for six for six and trying to be able to talk for a nice solid half hour and give you good quality content, ladies and gentlemen, because that's what I want to do here on the six for six and all that stuff. But we'll reconvene, you know, prepare for the Olympics coming up in later in July. So get that prepared, getting all those matchups for the Olympics and have more of a six for six Olympic edition. So we'll gravitate more towards that. There's not too many great baseball games tuning in. But remember, game of the week, ladies and gentlemen, tune in. June 30th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on ESPN. Tune in to the Suns Clippers game, game six. And that's it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I'll read some, you know, final comments before I run into my final thoughts. And we have here, we have, you know, great, great show from the MI6 Sports Network. Great. Love it, guys. John says, great show, my man. You know, it's been great. It's a little bit hard to run a show by yourself and building up six key games that seem interesting and that will leave you on the edge of your seat, giving you like 
heart racing moments coming down to the wire. That's why six for six was created to give you those heartbreaking moments, but those thrilling finishes that you'll never forget that will last a lifetime. And you look back five, three years later, even a decade later, and remember those key critical games. And that's what six for six is trying to provide for its viewers, as well as, you know, getting into sports that you know may not you know check out that often, but you want to try out and explore. That's what 6 for 6 is here for. And also we have Kirsty Wilson saying, awesome show. Yes, thank you so much for your support on this network, ladies and gentlemen. But for that, we're going to run into our final thoughts. Like I said, great program tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be able to more of a 7 you know, p.m. Eastern start time, so more of a 4 p.m. Pacific start time here on the 6 for 6, ladies and gentlemen. So I understand we had originally this at 6 you know, p.m., but since I want to give myself enough time getting off of work, getting back to my apartment in a safely, timely manner, that's why I ended up pushing it back to 7. I may change it to 6.45, but I want to give myself enough time to prep to prepare for the script so I don't rush it and give you poor content. I want to make sure I give you the best effort in the 30 minutes I have with you guys on, you know, tonight's program, but that will be it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the sporting events that we have coming up this week. And as well, you know, after the show is finished, comment some sporting events that I left out that, you know, I should put on my radio for next week's episode for six for six and sporting events that I should look into, but that will do it for here for us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your basketball, hockey, soccer, hot dog eating contest, you name it. Enjoy the sporting events for the week. Take care, and we'll see you all next week.